From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. Our guest, Dan Fish, used to actually take care of the field for the Philadelphia Eagles football team. So uh, learning maintenance and, and uh, upkeeping a NFL football field and, and resodding it throughout the year and you know making sure it looks good on game day with the paints and all of that. I, I remember that uh, Kansas City Chiefs Snickers commercial where the guy's out there in the end zone and instead of spelling uh, Chiefs, C-H-I-E-F-S. He spells it Chefs, S-H-E-F-S. And then the Snickers commercial's like, gonna be a while? Have a Snickers. That's great marketing right there. And uh, Dan's got some stories about his time with the Eagles and uh, taking care of that field and an injury uh, that really... Um, had a an impact on his uh, lawn care landscaping business. Thank you to today's show sponsor, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. We appreciate Megan and Joey. Uh, they're my personal bookkeepers, and uh, they could be yours as well. They specialize in doing bookkeeping services for landscapers. Also, our new sponsor, GPS Track It. And so, just talking with Caleb Allman about GPS Track It. So, and we'll use Caleb as an example. He has multiple crews, and with that fleet. You want to know where is your crew at? Are they on the customer's property? Is the vehicle parked outside the customer's property? Is the vehicle at the gas station? Is it driving down the highway? Is it at an establishment? Where, where are the guys at? You know, you want to know, well, GPS track it can monitor real-time data, like accurate data for better decisions. This is going to improve route density. It's uh, going to be protection. It can recover lost or stolen vehicles. Paul Capote in Miami, he was at Home Depot. Somebody stole his truck, work truck, a long time ago. Just they, they drove off with the truck and the trailer. Well, with GPS track it, Paul could have known and, and actually watched where are these thieves and, and, and you know, intercepted them and uh, saved a lot of money. So big cost savings. And uh, we'll have a lot more about GPS track it um, in the days and weeks to come. I'm uh, getting a unit and going to get it all set up and um, do the monitoring. And I'll keep you guys posted uh, on that onboarding process. And uh, my experience with GPS track it Fleet intelligence simplified. Excuse me, Mr. Producer, for dropping the phone. All right, I'm getting antsy. I'm getting anxious. Without further ado, let's chat with Dan Fish from Pennsylvania. Hey, what's up, everybody? We are here at the Together in the Trades. We have Dan Fish in the house. How you how you doing? <laughs> in the peanut gallery. Fish, fish, fish. Oh, fish, my gosh. Fish, fish, fish. <laughs> uh, you're newlywed here. Yeah. Can uh, you tell it's my first podcast? <laughs> oh, this is your first podcast. And Brian oh, yeah. Fullerton Instagramming oh, yeah, us. No pressure, bro. <laughs> this is good content here. <laughs> yeah. So, Dan, you guys the, and, and your friends are from Pennsylvania. Yep. You actually yep. just met them. Yeah, just met them here. And you came all the way down because you watched Brian Fullerton on the YouTube. Yeah, the celebrity over here, he's, you know, yeah. true professional. True. Yeah, yeah. the real deal. Yeah. And so uh, you guys flew down here? We flew down on um, Thursday night, 
drove down from Dallas down to Waco and uh, just got the hotel room and then started trying to meet people. Yeah, so, so. you got married in October. Yes. And yep. uh, how long have you had your lawn care business? Um, so I guess full-time last year was probably my first full-time year from spring finish to start. Wow. So new so. business, new marriage, everything yep. brand new, and you're trying to, yep. to take in and, and, and get the good foundation. Yeah. So awesome. So tell us a little bit about your business now. Are you uh, solo or do you have an uh, employee or what, what's the setup? Solo show, just me. Um, I just go out mostly uh, lawn maintenance and then all the stuff that surrounds that. So mulching, trimming, um, weeding, all that kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. s- spring and fall cleanups, all the general stuff that most of the guys do when you're solo show. I try to stay away from the bigger install jobs and stuff like that because you need help. So, yeah. What's your uh, setup like? What kind of uh, vehicle do you have and trailer and equipment and things of that nature? So, uh, uh, 2013 uh, F-150. Okay. And then enclosed trailer with a uh, 60-inch uh, X-Mark Zero Turn. And then all Echo equipment. What kind of uh, X-Mark do you have? Um, it's the uh, Laser Z. Okay. So, yeah. And then push mower, uh, all echo stuff, so blower, weed whackers, all that kind of stuff. So. What kind of blower? PB9010, 8010, uh, 770? to the biggest one, the which 90 was 10? a huge upgrade over the uh, the Home Depot, you know. Wow. So you got the PB9010. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, we got to get one of those. We do. We do. Yeah. It's, it's worth it. Yeah. Well, I had it's the 8010, and that thing was all, very powerful. Most powerful blower I've ever oh, used. Yeah. So By far. By that 9010 is awesome. It's a huge step up. So, so anybody out there that doesn't have that and is thinking about it, do it. Yeah, it's absolutely. Mark mower, Echo equipment, enclosed trailer, F-150. Yep. And uh, how many accounts have you picked up now? Um, so right now I'm around 30, and then I have some random customers that I have that aren't weekly accounts, but they'll they'll give me a call or text like, hey, I want some mulch or just random jobs that I pick up. One-offs? Yeah. Yep. And then I fill that into the schedule on like Saturdays or Fridays or something like that. So. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how, I know the YouTube search led you to Brian and then yep. you shared that, how that led you to Sean Spencer and... Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so how is that? Uh, these guys are all around us, by the way. You can't hear them because they're not mic'd up, but um, Andrew's mic'd up and, and Dan and myself. But how did you get educated on YouTube by watching these guys? How's that helped your business? So I don't know if I should go into a background before that. Yeah, go ahead. So I started out, I went to um, Williamson College of the Trades okay. for horticulture, landscaping, and turf management. Okay. Um, had an internship with the Eagles and did stuff, uh, helped them with their practice field. The Philadelphia their, Eagles, the yeah. NFL football team? Yeah. So wow. So I, you're, you're working on their football stadium? I was. Not anymore, but I was. That's pretty cool. So I got an internship there and obviously loved it and tried to take advantage of everything I could while I was down there to get, keep my foot in the door. Um, went back to school, got a job with a commercial landscaping company. Um, as a foreman. Okay. So I was running a crew there. Um, 
and then trying to keep my foot in the door at the Eagles and ended up getting a part-time spot there, helping them with their game day crew, which was prepping the practice fields and then going down on game days, spreading the logos on the fields. Like, Come on, yeah, somebody. Yeah, setting up the side. So how, how do they do that? Because I know it's, what, it says Eagles in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yep. They actually so the, spray that on Sunday yeah. morning? So we, we would come in on Saturdays around 8 o'clock. Yeah. And... Um, the four full-time guys that were there would go during the week at the end of the week and stencil it all out if it was like a fresh field. And then we would wow. come in and the more experienced guys would do the, the main logos and then we would do the lines and the dashes and everything. Wow. So probably it would probably take from like 8 o'clock in the morning to probably about noon on a Saturday to do the whole field. And wow. then we'd pull the what benches kind of spray paint? Um, were you using or what so did they, they use, put? They used the actual like five-gallon buckets on the big... Um, I don't, know, I don't remember what the actual company is called, but it's the it's like the most popular company for paint spray machines. Okay. All right. So you'd have about a 20-foot-long hose, and then you would just have the pump running. Wow. And then you would just go out and spray, almost like guys that spray interiors of houses with the guns. Yeah. So we would do that with the different colors and everything and just follow the stencil on the field and pretty much the greatest job ever. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. To get to work on an NFL yeah. football stadium, what kind of grass did they have? Um, I think they would try to do Bermuda because uh, up in PA, I think they would go with Bermuda um, in August, like around training camp, and then for the first little bit of the season. And then as the weather changed, they would resod the whole field. Wow. Yeah, and I think they did that twice, two times a season. Wow. The they would resod, resod the entire the football thing. stadium. Yeah, and then at one point they would resod just the center. Depending on the year and how oh, the, the wear weather and tear. was, yeah, the weather and how muddy it got, they would resod just the center in between the hash marks and everything. So, but so I did that. Um, was on their game day crew from 2011 to 2015, and then I was doing foreman for my the company I worked for at the time. Um, learning as much as I could, working you know the typical 50, 60 hours a week, going crazy, and then I'd work 20 hours at the Eagles, so just going crazy. And then um, I got a concussion in 2015, which was like my third or fourth one. And when that happened... From landscaping or were you playing sports? Or? Well, so in 2013, I got hurt at work. Oh. I got hurt. I got hit in the head with a, the pole of a shovel. We were oh. trying to rip out a railroad tie. It was late in the day. My guys were having trouble with it. So, you know, I come over to the foreman. All right, guys, come on. We got to get going. We got an hour drive back to the shop. I put the shovel under the thing. I stepped on the end of the shovel to lift it up to get my hands under. And I pulled it up like this. And when I did, the shovel was still sitting under the edge. And the guy behind me put a pickaxe under it and went to pry it up and just went like this. And the pickaxe slipped out. So it lifted the weight off my hands. And then when the pickaxe came out, dead weight just dropped and it pulled me down so I fell down like this and I let go so it didn't crush my hands well the shovel was still sitting under there so it was like somebody jumping on a rake and the pole came up and clocked me right in the side of the head and I had had a concussion playing lacrosse in college so I knew like right away I was like oh come on like you gotta be kidding me and I went home didn't really feel good went back to work the next day Got halfway through the day and was like, I'm not okay. I need to go home. And that ended up turning into eight long months of headaches every day and eye sensitivity and all kinds of craziness. And I had to go through all this rehab and all these months of getting healed and praying and 
basically your whole life gets put on hold and went through all that. And then by the end of the eight months, I finally found doctors that knew what they were talking about, was completely healed, went back to normal, went back to work, went back to the Eagles. Everything was great. Two years later, um, I was racing motorcycles at a racetrack. I crashed. Didn't really hit my head or anything, but just got jostled around a lot, enough to where I got another concussion. But this time, the symptoms didn't go away. So... I went through the same process with the same doctors and was trying to get healed and was trying to work and everything just compounded on top of each other and just got a thousand times worse than it was originally and everything just stopped. And I had to pull back. I had to go to my boss and say, explain this injury that no one really knows what the heck they're talking about when they talk about concussions because they can't see anything wrong with you so they don't think anything's wrong. And it's like... You know, as a guy, you you want to be tough and you want to be like, I'll push through it. And when it comes to concussions, it's like the opposite. The harder you try to push through, the harder it punches back. So everything came to a screeching halt. I tried to go back through the same process that I was going through to get healed, and it didn't work. And I tried to go back to work, and that didn't work. And then that's when... Like I said, everything just stopped. I had to tell the Eagles I couldn't come back. I had to tell, you know, the company I was at for five years, putting all the hours in, try to move up and everything. You know, I talked to, I, it's funny, I remember sitting down with my boss going, John, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because, you know, I went through everything that worked last time, nothing's working. I don't know what to do. And I can't, you know. They were great with me the first time when I got hurt at work, was trying to help me out. But this time I got hurt on my own and, you know, I just, everything stopped. And I had to shut everything down and that was terrifying. Hey, it's Marty. We're gonna take a quick time out to hear from our sponsors and get you right back to the show. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it, you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock, helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track, it has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel cost? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no. No to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. 
Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Hey friends, Paul here to share with you about our user agreement document. Eliminate the worry and hassle with a simple, straightforward user agreement that provides in writing what services you are providing your customer and when their payments are due. Remove the gray areas and provide clarity to your clients with our fresh new user agreement. You can pick this up at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's thegreenindustrypodcast.com. All right, we are back with Dan Fish, his first ever podcast, and uh, you were telling us the story of how your injury paused everything, so what happened after that? This is a little weird, I gotta be honest, I don't know where all this is, uh, I don't know where all this is coming from here, but um, I just went on a ramble there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so everything stopped, and um, like I said, I went back to the doctors I had seen before and went through months and months and months of frustration and you know you keep you praying about it and your your family's there for you and everybody's trying to understand and then as the months go by everybody kind of gets annoyed with like seeing you looking okay and then you're not okay and you're not working and it's like well what's going on you get tired of explaining that to everybody and it gets like really tough when you're in that spot because your whole life just stops you know and when you're used to working 60 80 hours a week every week you're going you're going you're going all year long and then just everything just comes to a screeching halt it's hard to really figure out where to go from there um when you're you're not feeling good and you don't have any answers from anybody um so i probably went from 2015 uh into 2016 tried to go back to work nothing worked and it was probably a couple years um until 2017 where I really got things back up and running to the point where I could start working again. So that's when I used a little bit of money I had left to buy the the mower. And I already had the enclosed trailer from hauling around my motorcycles and everything. That's the year I met my wife and we started dating and she was a huge instrumental factor. And, you know, by the time I met her, I was really struggling to just keep motivated to pushing forward to find answers that would get me somewhere and she was a huge factor in helping me bust through that and get back on track and keep working and pushing and and um little by little i got back got the mower started doing a little bit of lawns and has just progressed ever since from there and i've just been building up and just scraping and clawing and watching all you guys do your stuff on youtube and learn and so What's it like working for yourself now rather than the Eagles or a, a larger landscape company and that responsibility that you have to bring the revenue in and the, it's, the bills, it's all on you? It's very, it's stressful and it's interesting because in my mind, I'm like, okay, I learned all of this stuff. I worked for the Eagles where it's very high expectations and I ran jobs at the other company, which was, you know, big jobs, a lot of pressure, high expectations. They, they always wanted great customer service, highest quality of work. And I was in the bubble of running the jobs, but I wasn't in the sales and I wasn't in the office doing the, you know, the bills and the paying people and all that, all the other part that goes into running a business. 
even though I had been in those situations with those good companies and the Eagles and everything, I didn't have the full scope. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well, I know how to do the work. If I just get a mower, at least I can start making some more money. But then I didn't know about the marketing. And I didn't know about, well, what's the best way to build people? Usually I just, I write something out and they hand me a check. And But then as you get more customers, that's clearly not sustainable. You can't be, you, you have to streamline everything. Yeah. And you have to learn on the fly and you have to, make the mistakes and you make the mistakes and get frustrated and then go through the next door and you just keep going but it helps a lot to like i said to watch the youtube videos or yeah you told me off air you found brian lawn maintenance on youtube yeah, and then yep. sean spencer and you connected with yeah. us and and yeah. Naylor and the the team and that that influenced you enough to come down and see people you never met in real life yeah and bring your yeah, wife halfway absolutely. or halfway across the country absolutely. so I'm glad you all came, bro. I just, it, well, you listen to you guys, and it's like, it's, you could tell you're just being honest with, like, you're just putting yourselves out there, because when you're doing it on the other end, like I am, and then I'm hearing you guys all talk about it, we're all going through the same thing, and you think, well, maybe I'm just an idiot. Like, I just suck at this. Maybe I'm not. They seem so good, and then the, Brian will come on and be like, oh, I had this thing, and this went wrong, and I'm like, oh, I just went through that yesterday. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm not the only one. Yeah, well, I remember helps. my first year in business, bro, my bill, pretty much everything was off, yeah. and I didn't know, and the point of this podcast is guys can listen that are in their first year of business, and they don't have, you don't have to repeat all the mistakes. You right. can actually kind of uh, expedite the process and miss out on the rookie mistakes because you've listened to somebody who's gone further along so and it's the same with marriage these guys the guy that had dinner last night is married for like 59 years yeah like andrew's only been alive for 30 (laughs) you know (laughs) i know i'm only 32 he already had 29 years of marriage under his belt and like look how much you've learned in seven months of marriage and you know about a year whatever of marriage it's like it's a you whole know, new world once you, yeah. once you get married. And but there's a wisdom to find someone who's further along in an area of life than you. Absolutely. And humble yourself and be like, hey, teach me about this, you, you know, or whatever it is. And uh, rather than being like, I, I know it all. I, I'll figure yeah. it out. Like, okay. Well, it's funny. It's yeah. funny because when we were listening to everybody talk today about especially the imposter syndrome I feel like that probably hit the nail on the head for a lot of the people in the room because I found myself going yep I do that yep I do that and the um I don't remember his name but the the husband um was saying how when he drives down the road and he sees other crews doing jobs in his area and he's going well why aren't we doing that what am I doing wrong why aren't, why aren't we handling that we should have that job and it's like just buzzers going off my head like I say that all the time. I say, you know, like, why aren't I out there earlier? Why aren't I out there later? Why aren't I getting this job? Instead of, you know, kind of taking a step back and saying, well, you know, two or three years ago, I wasn't doing any of this and I didn't feel healthy enough to do any of this. And I've come this far in this amount of time and I should be proud of that and then build upon that instead of always, wow, you know, beating yourself up all the time. So... Awesome. Well, Dan, I appreciate you coming out of your comfort zone. You're yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely coming out of the comfort zone. I got shoved over here. Awesome. That's well, thanks right. for sharing your story. And then how can folks connect with you on Instagram? Um, so I'm on Instagram at Fishes Landscaping and uh, the same thing on Facebook. So Fish I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get um, my wife is really getting on me about that because I always take pictures of everything. You look I, like you know what you're doing <laughs> with Instagram. I said, you look like you know what you're doing with Instagram. She's she's better than I am. I'll take the pictures, and then they sit on my phone for three months, and I never get around to posting them. Yeah. 
So, Andrew, I, I've been hanging out with Andrew. Andrew sees yeah. me. I'm just like, yeah. just got to kind of take content yeah. when you take it. So, yeah. 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 Cool, bro. I appreciate you having me. Yeah. First time we're here. So. And I already heard you guys are planning on coming to Nashville next yeah, year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like I said, if you're listening to the podcast and you're on the fence about coming to one of the events, just do it. You won't regret it because there's a lot of people here that are in the same boat as you are or they're behind you or ahead of you, and it helps to talk to everybody and just, you know, just learn. Just learn and make connections, and it's nice. So. Yeah. I'll awesome. be back. Cool. Thanks for your time, Dan. I appreciate you having me. Thank you, Andrew, for the marathon. This is your first time recording 14 podcasts in one day. It sure is, bro. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting tired. Andrew's getting tired, but it's you know it's better than when we recorded the studio in Atlanta and people have to call in, which it works. But this is so much better. So yeah, we appreciate awesome. everyone hey. hanging out. Cool. Well, that was a fun interview with Dan from Pennsylvania. Thank you to today's episode sponsors, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping and GPS Track It. We appreciate them bringing us today's episode. Also, I want to let you guys know we got our audio book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, available on Audible and iTunes easiest place to pick it up is at greenindustrypodcast.com and if you all if you don't already have an audible subscription you can actually get the cut that grass make that cash audiobook for free that's right when you go to greenindustrypodcast.com and uh, get logged into audible if you don't already have the the account then they'll give you a 30-day free trial in one free book. Uh, and then you can just download for free, Cut That Grass, Make That Cash. It's four hours and two minutes of me telling story after story of mistake I've made in building my lawn and landscape business. So hopefully you don't have to repeat the mistakes that I made and perhaps my ceiling can be your floor. I think you'll enjoy the listen. Uh, I definitely poured my heart and soul into sharing my story and Mr. Producer did his job uh, with the audio production. So it's a, a high quality experience. The book is called Cut That Grass, Make That Cash, audiobook and paperback and ebook all available at greenindustrypodcast.com. You guys have a great weekend. Tune on in for the Sunday service on Sunday and uh, we'll have more episodes cranking up next Monday morning from Waco, Texas on our Together in the Trades podcasting marathon. Thanks for listening. Hit that follow button. We'll catch you on the next one. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.